I am getting like two, 300 leads per week. Wow. Wow. Which is really, and I thought if I do this every week for a year, it's going to be an amazing list. But the other thing mm-hmm. that's exciting about it is I've connected the quiz directly to ConvertKit. And I have email sequences for each of these nine results. This is where it's like, oh, God, you should have followed the advice. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys, and welcome back to Interact's Grow Podcast. So great to be with you all. As always, I'm your host, Jasmine Solana. And this week, we do have Jackie and Jesse with us, but we have a special guest, Lizzie Gallagher. Lizzie, thank you so much for hopping on with us. You are an Interact customer, so we're here to talk about your quiz. Um, Can you give us a really quick introduction to you and your business, and then we can jump right into um, what your quiz does and and how it helps your customers? Yeah, totally. Thank you so much, Jessamine, for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. I'm Lizzie Gallagher. I'm a coach and consultant. I recently came back to full-time consulting and am really excited to help a very specific audience, which is creative thinkers who are beating themselves up for not operating like everybody else. And there's lots of things that I I really am passionate about. And the first is, oh my God, stop beating yourself up. You operate differently. Let's embrace it and find ways in which to make sure you are getting to the work that lights you up. I love that. I really love also how you're not telling people, hey, there's something wrong with you. Change mm-hmm. what you're doing or change your strategy, but rather like you're embracing how they are, that what their strengths are, and then sort of going from there as like, you just need to work differently. You don't have to change yourself. Yes, my God. So <laughs> A, this is me, right? I've spent so much of my time having great successes, but also beating myself up for like hating schedules and to-do mm-hmm. lists and like not managing the way everybody else does. And as mm-hmm. soon as I embrace, oh, I operate differently. Let me dig into this and make my work work the way my mind does. Everything has changed. And I found this pattern in so many of my clients over the past couple of years. So yeah. I hate the idea of like constantly telling, just do this, willpower, discipline, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, no. Let's do it differently. Very cool. So interesting because I feel like the way the world is like wired is schedules, you know, do mm-hmm. this, time blocks, creativity blocks. And-, and then if you don't do it, you feel like you failed, there's something wrong with you, you're not really, you know, an entrepreneur or an mm-hmm. artist or whatever it is. And it's, very self-defeating and it doesn't have to be this way how do you think that like changes the conversation from what everybody generally sees online which is like do these five things and and you'll get to like six figures or whatever like do these five things and and you'll become so much more productive so i have two things to say about this one is i have not been huge on social media for the one reason is I find it like incredibly overstimulating. What happens mm-hmm. is like scroll one, scroll twice. Oh, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. And by the 10th one, my mind is like, it's on fire. Like there are so many ideas and so many things that I'm like, now I'm just tuned out. It just feels, but a lot of this is what you're saying is it's just do this, just do this, just do this. <laughs> and it's so absolutely overwhelming. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There are things that we can all do to you know get to the work that lights us up find more freedom in our lives 
love that. But this constant barrage of like, do this, do this, do this feels just not that helpful for me. <laughs> I love that. Do you guys find that? Like, it just feels like, please stop telling me what to do. Yes. It's always yeah, one like, thing. What did I, yeah. What did I do wrong? I followed the whole checklist, but I'm not getting the results that they promised me that I would get. Like, it must have been me, not their idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really interesting because I've been working with Jackie and Jasmine for a few years now. And I feel like they are like super creative and like maybe not as like timeline or like, you know, regiment like following. And I am jealous of that. I wish I felt as creative as they do. And I do like to follow, you know, steps and everything. And there's times I get down on myself, like, it's okay to, you know, veer from the path and do something else. But I'm so structured that like, I like to follow steps, but I'm in awe of being able to like, you know, wander off and think outside the box more. So I'm trying to be more like that a little bit. So I love that you said this because I mentioned that in working with clients one-on-one, I found a couple of patterns mm-hmm. and you just identified one of the two patterns. The first one I think maybe applies more to Jasmine and Jackie, which is like tons of ideas, really not digging like traditional time management and structures and all that stuff, but will start beating yourself up because, you know, deadlines are last minute or you're like all over the place or those kinds of things. The second pattern though, Jesse is like you, which is I am doing so many things all the time, blah, 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 and there's some reward feeling in that, but you're missing the part where like, okay, I get to go daydreaming and just whatever thoughts come in my mind, that is great. And this is a good use of my time mm-hmm. and allow your ideas to sort of incubate, right? There's the five sort of five stages of the creative process, right? Mm -hmm. And one of them is first you need to prepare for an idea and then you need time to like make connections, you know, subconsciously or whatever. And if you don't allow yourself to do that, you're going to feel like, oh, I'm not bringing my best ideas to the forefront because I'm not Mm -hmm. allowing myself for that kind of time. Yeah, that's spot on. But I'm like, I don't have time for that. Like (laughs) I need to get to the next step. (laughs) Right. I got to finish the thing. I got to finish the thing. It's funny because I think nobody is black or white a thing, right? Of course. But people who are very type A, right, they are getting their joy from checking things off a list or completing a thing. Mm -hmm. And they're not getting their joy from having ideas. So to talk about me for a minute, I love getting things done. Everybody loves getting things done. But where my brain really gets like, reward central is new ideas making connections between a couple of things and it could be a bad idea doesn't have to be a good idea it could be an actionable idea or not but i get that sense of like yes from just this sort of idea creation generation following ideas down a path so the point is regardless of where you are there's ways to align yourself with how you think and make room for what you're not making room for. I love that. I love so, that. It also makes sense why when like I hop on a call with Desmond and Jackie, it's like freeing, like listening to them go back and forth and talking to them. I'm like, this is so much fun, you know, like I should do this more often. <laughs> yes, you should. 
<laughs> but also vice versa. Somebody to rein us in and be like, okay, there's only 24 hours in the day. Or like, we still have to get this campaign launched. Which idea are we going with? Because we could keep talking about ideas forever. So you definitely need both types of people on a team. They really work together very nicely. Yeah. I think absolutely on a team. And then also just within ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. You need, it's not just, you're not going to get very far in life if all you're doing is generating ideas. You need to be able to evaluate them Mm -hmm. and then you need to act on them. And sort of knowing when to pull which lever and when to move from one stage to the next, I think is really important to start thinking about. And I don't, I don't know, at least in my experience and with people I'm working with, people are not thinking about this. They're not Mm -hmm. thinking about how their mind works, how to align themselves with the way their mind works and that kind of thing. And which leads me to my quiz. We'll talk about that yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah, that's what that was going to be my next question that your quiz does help people figure this out, right? Like which type of person they are, like which type of creative thinker they are so that you can help them identify, okay, here are the steps you should take to, to be able to do both. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Go, go a little deeper. Yes, 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 yes. So I had my own little aha moment um, earlier this year which is like, I've been doing consulting, all kinds of been consulting, so I can do facilitating. I've done a lot of different stuff. But once I started working with people who were not necessarily a creator, although there's a revolution happening, so there's tons of them, but people who are creative thinking or lean towards creative thinking. And I started noticing these patterns. I was like, oh my God, this is the audience that I can serve the best, right? I've had my own experiences for decades, sort of balancing, doing things like everybody else and embracing how I operate. And so once I had this thought, I was like, okay, great. Let me go find this audience. And this is where the problem was. Nobody identifies themselves necessarily as a creative thinker, even if you guys are powerhouse creatives, which you are, (laughs) right? Nobody thinks about themselves that way. And People who tend towards creative thinking don't want to talk about time management. (laughs) Like, that's not fun. That's not interesting. Either they have this deep-seated belief, like, I just suck at that and don't want to entertain it. Um, Or they don't want to think about it at all. And some people are like, oh, you do productivity. It's like, I don't know if I want to say that's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I heard about... Interact specifically and uh, heard about quizzes as a way to sort of reach audiences. And what I want to do is build a community for people, right? People who think this way and start talking about, oh, there's all this cool neuroscience research that explains how creative thinkers operate differently. And there's all of these things that we can do and adopt to make sure that we're sort of working the way our minds do. Um, And a quiz sounded perfect. So... I went off to build it and I will just say it is like one of the two most exciting things I've done for my business this year. Love Love that. That. We're biased, but <laughs> but we agree. <laughs> so if it's not giving away too much, can you give us a little bit um, of an idea of, you know, how you take people through the quiz to figure out which type of creative they are. Cause I, when I took your quiz, I was like, Whoa, like I could see, like I could understand each question really clearly. 
I saw myself in each question and it it you could tell it was really purposeful. I think is my point that I'm trying to get mm-hmm. to. Like each question had a purpose to it. Yay, thank you so much. Um so the title of the quiz is is your is your creativity working for or against you? And um there's a mix of questions. Some of the questions are geared towards measuring, are you super creative naturally, or do you sort of have tendency towards creative thinking? So there's, you know, a handful of questions leaning towards that. And the other handful of questions are like, how are you managing yourself and how are you using your time? And what are some of the struggles that you're having in relation to sort of self-management or time management? And because they're related to your creativity and your creative process. Um, so that's how I sort of approach the quiz. There are great instructions about how to make a quiz um, from Interact. One of the instructions is don't make it too complicated. And I did not heed that warning. <laughs> <laughs> so in my personality quiz, there are nine different possible results that you can get. Wow. And that's a lot. <laughs> wow. How did As you way- through? Yeah, go ahead. So the way that this, this came out is there's, you know, three levels of creativity, right? Are you a powerhouse? Are you a dynamo? Are you a bloomer? And then there are three levels of how well are you using your time or how many, how much struggle you're having using your time. And so there's the running wild, (laughs) then there's the loosely reined, and then there's the imbalance. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this equates to nine possible results. Um, but it's fascinating and I will tell you why it's fascinating in the interact dashboard. You can see not just, you know, your conversion rates, but what the percentage of results that you're getting and the percentage that I'm getting like 70, maybe 72% are in what I feel like is the people I want to serve people who are creative powerhouses and are struggling either completely wild like they have no processes and are really beating themselves a lot and then the loosely reined who are like "Mm, sometimes it goes great sometimes things are really falling off the um the tracks um so it's interesting to say oh people who are gravitating towards taking this quiz are feeling this somewhere within them that there is oh maybe my creativity is not working for me or i haven't figured out how to get aligned with the way my mind works. Does that make sense? Yes. That's really cool that like you made this quiz for a specific target audience and that is like most of the results you're getting. It really is amazing. Yeah. Because there are like oftentimes we hear people make a quiz and, you know, they start a new like business venture because of the results, you know, that they discover that, you know, something else is a need, but you hit it spot on. Yeah, exactly. Part of me was like, gosh, what am I going to do if all the results are people who are not feeling super creative and are like type A time management mm-hmm. people? And I was like, oh, well, I do actually know what I would do. Bring them further along on the creativity spectrum um, to make sure that they're getting the best of both worlds. Maybe if you look at it that way. And sometimes that means creating a new offer, right? Like if you did get a whole bunch of people that you didn't expect to get that result or you didn't expect that many people in your audience to, you know, 
land in, in one specific result. Do you have, and I say you, Lizzie, but like this could be for anybody <laughs> listening. Do you have the offers that actually match what those people are, are needing? And if not, there you go. There's possibly a whole new revenue stream because you've realized this huge chunk of your audience is one way and they need something that keeps them on a time management schedule or whatever the case might be. Yeah. Yeah. So Jackie, it's such a good point because it's part of why I made a quiz. Cool. Right. I didn't say like my, my goal here is to build a community and find an audience that is, you know, having some sort of relationship to these kinds of issues, creativity and, and self-management. Um, it wasn't, I want to get people that I want to immediately sell to. It is, Hey, who are these people? Do they also have the same patterns that I've identified with my one-on-one clients? then what comes after that. So it's really just community building. Yes, I have some great ideas about, you know, online courses and memberships for next year. But the real sort of information I wanted back from my quiz was that specifically. What is resonating with people? Where is there an audience? Is this something that could really serve a lot of people? Mm -hmm. I love that. Do you think that the reason why you're getting so many people for that specific type of result is because you're getting like entrepreneurial people who want to start their own business and they're just, you know, ideas flying everywhere. They kind of need that little nudge to, to make that next step. Like, is there something about entrepreneurs in general that that will probably be their result anyway? Yes, kind of. Right. What, most people who are starting their own business or entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, the whole, or even, you know, freelancers who are just out doing their own thing, there's absolutely creative thinking in there. If you have already decided, I am taking my own path here, I'm not going to do things the way everybody else has done, it's the first um, piece of, oh, there's creative thinking here. And most people who are starting their own business have ideas, right? They're ideas people. They have a way that they want to serve the world. And so, yes, there's definitely a correlation. Um, and we'll see. Uh, like, I don't think all of the people that have come in through the quiz come into my um, my email marketing system through the campaign are entrepreneurs. But there's a healthy chunk of them for sure. Hmm. That's also interesting though. That's it, definitely I mean, it really interesting. Is. I'm not an entrepreneur, but your the results of the quiz resonated with me so much just in, you know, everything. So it's crazy. Oh, I love to hear that. Well, stay on my email list, my friends. Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> you got me hooked. So I'm there. I'm here to stay. Great. I mean, I think I said before, like, there is like, a, at least from where I said, there is a revolution happening where people are, there's creatives, people are creating their own futures. It's funny. I have a daughter who I cannot believe is in high school, but she is. And I was thinking the other day, like their path is not going to be the path of all the generations previous where it's like, go to college, get a degree, get a job work your way up some promotional chain. Like it's not, I mean, A, it's not serving people necessarily the way that may have done 50 years ago, but there's just so much opportunity and so much sort of self-empowerment. Like go do your own thing. You can do this. That I think that 
or at least I hope, if I can help people start thinking about, okay, let me align myself with how I think. Let me embrace these differences and not beat myself up for it and then find ways to build out my days and my weeks so that I'm doing the work that matters most. Feels really exciting. That should be an entire course in her high school. So many high schools <laughs> should hear that and take this quiz for sure. <laughs> and um, you you created this quiz this year? Uh, less than a month ago. Oh wow. Wait, less than a month ago? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't I should have done my research. I thought that this was like a long running quiz. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. And so Want to talk about the results? The results yes. have been really great, mm -hmm. and I'm really excited about it. Um, I think I mentioned earlier, like, I'm not huge on social media. Most of my clients in the past have come from word of mouth, which is wonderful, and I'm thankful for it. Um, but I didn't have much of a following, and certainly not in this avenue. So I have a wonderful new social media manager, and I've been doing some um, paid ads through Meta to mm -hmm. the course, I mean, to, sorry, to the quiz. Ooh. And yeah, and I, my feeling is like, if I can get leads coming through here for like 30 cents, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that, how is the ad going? Are you seeing a, a lower cost per lead because of it? Yeah. Wow. We hear that a bunch. Do you use, I think one of the popular things when we ran our community of people running ads was, um, oh God, I'm going to say this totally wrong, but uh, retargeting similar people who are already on your list. So like someone has taken the quiz or a handful of people have taken the quiz or maybe a handful of clients that you've already worked with in the past, you're retargeting the ad to fit people that match them. So you already sort of know they're going to be a good fit for your business, but of course, getting them into the quiz is a great way to get them started. Do you see that or are you doing something totally different? So I'm doing that for sure. And I'm also doing, you know, I'm using Meta, so both Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. And you can make very specific audiences, like people, creative people who are interested in these kinds of things, entrepreneurs, women in business, mm -hmm. blah, 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 and you add them in and, and um, start seeing what is working and what isn't working and adjust the audience that way. Um, but results wise, I want to tell you because I'm very excited about it. I am getting like two, 300 leads per week. Wow. Wow. Which is really, and I'm wow. really excited if I do this every week for a year, this is going to be an amazing list. But the other thing mm -hmm. that's exciting about it is I've connected the quiz directly to ConvertKit and I have email sequences for each of these nine. Mm. results this is where it's like oh god you should have followed the advice <laughs> <laughs> but there's like high engagement people are interested in the subject they're not unsubscribing mm -hmm. of course some and great if it's not for you it's not for you but for the most part it's really doing what I was hoping for which is building a community around this sort of topic wow right i Still wrapping my head around the fact that you built the quiz about a month ago and you already have ads running and getting this many leads on it. And email I'm so sequences. impressed. Yeah, I love email sequences. I'd love and to hear email. how long how, how long did it take you to put everything together? Okay, so here's the hilarious part. I was like, oh, I'll do this in two days because I'm a very optimistic <laughs> person. <laughs> I'll do it in two days. It's going to be fine. 
Um, it took me longer than two days. It took me about a week. Um, and I will say, when I went to build the quiz in Interact, I didn't really read the instructions. I didn't follow the instructions, I think is what I should say. And you had, there's a, different types of quizzes. So there's like the score mm -hmm. quizzes and then the personality quizzes. I just started building it as a score quiz, got all, all the way done, got my questions in and my images in and my answers in. I was like, oh wait, this doesn't work as a score. There's no score. It's like, you can't be like 80% anything. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, okay, great. Now I have to start all over again, but I didn't. You can very easily just like switch quiz type by clicking a button and I was like, oh my God, this is <laughs> nervously. Yeah, I was like, is it, what if we tell her now that she could have just pressed a button? <laughs> I found the button. This is why it's awesome to be creative. She found it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it took me a few days to build the quiz and figure out, you know, what is the matrix of that was really the hardest part. Like, I knew what the questions are. There's definitely like markers for creative thinking, and there's like obvious sort of struggles and pitfalls and stuff that people have. So that wasn't hard. Doing the results matching was pretty easy. And then I was so excited that, so I used ConvertKit for my um, email management. Mm -hmm. And it's like one button to connect it, made my results pages. So it was done in about a week. Wow. That's amazing. That's really impressive. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm curious, did you have any um, like past clients test your quiz or how did you kind of test it out to see how people liked it? I have like three work besties. So other women mm -hmm. who, you know, we have an accountability pod, we help each other sort of solve our problems. So they went through my quiz and the, there's like a preview version. Mm -hmm. And the actually, I made some changes based on their feedback, which was too many questions. I think I originally had like 13 or 14. So I paired that mm -hmm. back. Um, and I changed the order of the questions. I think mm -hmm. that was the other piece of feedback. That's good. That's good. Feedback you, is always important. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Especially from your besties. Um, <laughs> Lizzie, can you walk us through the email sequence? Like what happens now once somebody gets their result and they learn a little bit more about them? And for me, I think one of the biggest things, I, my favorite part of the results pages was the science that you get into, like the mm -hmm. neuroscience, which mm -hmm. I don't know anything about, but I roll my eyes because science, eh, I'm creative. I don't like science. <laughs> yeah. But I, I have to know these things in order to be more productive and take you up on your tips and like understand how it is that my brain functions. And I guess I'll just say too, like we work at Interact. We have a business coach that we all work with and your quiz is essentially free business coaching. If anybody mm -hmm. needs them, take this <laughs> quiz. Because he goes into that, like the neuroscience mm -hmm. of your brain and creating dopamine hits so that you want to do more stuff like that and all this kind of stuff. So I really like that you that you honed in on that to explain to me more about things that I don't know about myself. But walk us through the email sequence. Once I know this, what do I do with it? What are you telling me on the emails? And what do you ultimately want me as your customer to do? Great question. So the thing about the neuroscience is I am obsessed with this. I'm not an expert yet. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it helps rather than having a million people just saying, do this, do that, da, 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 to be able to really start to understand how you're operating is so, A, it's, it's freeing in a way. You're like, oh, it's just not like a product of me being dysfunctional and all of this whatever stuff that gets in our minds. It's like, hey, there's scientific research supporting, for example, that people who are highly creative thinkers 
have a more active, you know, default mode network. Um, mm -hmm. What does this mean? This just means like when you're not actually working on something and you're a highly creative thinker, there's a lot of activity, just like when you're walking around or in the shower or, you know, commuting to work. And that is a piece of sort of tapping into making connections between different things subconsciously. That was not your question. Let me answer your question, Jackie. <laughs> I do before you get into the email sequence on that note I wanted to really quickly call out how if you are creating a quiz like for those who are listening if you have like extra knowledge like that such a good authority builder um for your quiz because after that I'm like with, with, I don't know the terms, obviously, but the terms that you used, I'm like, clearly she knows what she's talking about. And mm -hmm. it, I, I will say, especially if you're doing something with like someone's personality, I always find that like tapping into what's going on in your brain, or I've seen people with quizzes um, specifically for women's health. When you talk about like, this is what's happening inside your body, it's, it kind of like connects the dots. So I just wanted to call that out that I think that was a great addition to your results. Thank you so much. I mean, I think that's one of the draws of personality quizzes. We all love them mm -hmm. so much. I think I took one the other day, which is like, which Christmas movie character are you? <laughs> it was like based on your personality and how much you like Christmas, you're elf. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. It was a good one, but also it didn't teach me very much about myself. And to mm -hmm. Justin's point, like the reason we're drawn to these is we want to learn, like you want to feel a part of something, right? Oh, I'm a Gryffindor, but you also want to learn more about yourself. That's why you're taking it because mm -hmm. you're like, want to learn something. And so if there's real knowledge that you can share in your quizzes, yes, absolutely. And I think that that was part of the reason I wanted to make the quiz right, is to get people thinking just one step behind. Like, it's one thing to know that you're a creative powerhouse, but it's another thing to think about what is the science, what is the scientific research showing about how your brain works and how you can work better with it. Right. And then the email sequence. I'm sorry, Jackie. <laughs> no, you're good. I like this. See, creatives on a call. All of <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, okay, your question was... What happens what next in the email sequence? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, right. So in your results, you're going to get, you know, this is, this is the personality that you've matched with. This is the science behind it. Here are three really easy tips for things that you can do right now to try and embrace how you work right away. In the sequence, I try not to spam people in email because it's, everybody gets so much email. So I try not, it's not every day. It's, you know, four days, once a week. Um, but I share more content for people to use. Like what is, what are the five stages of the creative process and how are you using them? Are you skipping any? Um, spend a few minutes sort of mapping out what you're doing and then make time for the one that you're skipping. Like, are you skipping the incubation one, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, and then there's the other way. Right, at the end of the five stages, there's evaluation and then implementation. A lot of creative people sort of fall off at those stages, right? Tons of great ideas, but don't 
move through into action. Um, so yeah, so it's just sort of more tips, some free worksheets, some free content, free downloads that people can use to sort of further them on this journey of aligning with how they're thinking. Very cool. Um, are the, I want to ask you this on the email sequences, are the resources like these five steps, right? Are the resources the same regardless of the result that you get? And maybe you're speaking to them differently on how to use them. You're shaking your head. So are all the resources different based on the result? They're not all different because nine is a lot. Like nine yes, it is. It is. It yeah. is a lot. But there is, I sort of broken it into two groups. So people who are trying to tap into their creativity more will get certain things. And people who are trying to like get to the work that matters most and are sort of distracted and struggling with how to use their time might get some different stuff. But there's also, there's overlap. Very cool. But, but then I am using that information. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I think we're going to say the same thing. Go for it. I am using that information from the quiz. It's super valuable to me mm -hmm. um, because I know at least what are people's feeling like their starting points are and can mm -hmm. help them along their path because, of course, all our paths are going to be different. Right. Yep. Lizzie, for those who are listening, I think one of the biggest questions we get is, you know, like how much content do I need to already have for my quiz? Or like when is the best time to actually implement a quiz in my business for it to be worth it and get that ROI? So at what stage were you like, okay, I think I have enough to go off of here. I want to organize my people. I'm ready for this next step. So a lot of people use quizzes when they have an offer that they're trying to pull people towards. And I'm starting way before that. I mean, certainly I have offers. I, I do consulting work with people. Blah, blah. Oh, so when is the right time to mm -hmm. do a quiz? I don't think there is a right time. I think that for me, the quiz has been so valuable, not only just getting leads, but getting mm -hmm. deeper understanding of my audience and who I'm trying to reach. So some people are doing quizzes when they have an offer and they know exactly what they're trying to sort of get people sort of funneled into. But for me, it's much earlier than that. Like, who is my audience? What matters to them? And really, like, let's mm -hmm. start building a community using the quiz. I love that take, actually, because I think especially like in our own marketing, we've been we've been leaning a lot more into that, like... Mm -hmm. At like, you know, lead it into an offer so that you do get sales. And so that way you get that ROI. But there, I guess, like, from hearing you speak, it sort of depends on your interpretation of ROI. <laughs> like, you might be looking at it a, a little bit differently than direct sales. Yes, absolutely. I mean, for any business owner, any entrepreneur, Building an audience is a key component. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no business without an audience. If you are trying to, like, if you don't have an email list or a following or wherever you are that you're measuring the size of your audience, um, you've got to start there. You need to have an audience who's engaged, actually, who actually is interested in the topic or whatever it is that you're selling before you're trying to get them to buy. I feel like I'm saying basic marketing things. <laughs> You're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I, it's because we agree with it. We're like, yes, yes, yes. Um, it's refreshing. Yeah. No, so I yeah, love that. for me, 
yeah, for me, return on investment at this stage of my, again, my quiz is pretty young. It's only been a month um, mm -hmm. and I'm getting great results. So I'm happy with it. But the return is in, oh my gosh, I have, you know, a thousand new leads in this short period of time of people who are very interested and engaged in, mm -hmm. in the kind of audience that I want to serve. Also, the market research, that's a good point, Jess and Lizzie both, is maybe the ROI is in the market research on its own, right? Like how mm -hmm. many people hire consultants to do the market research for them? And now, Lizzie, you have all of this zero-party data that you're sitting on that you can implement into ConvertKit automatically, or you can dig through the data and decide to set something up later. I mean, you have it all. So maybe that's that. That's a nice little partner pitch I can give maybe is the ROI <laughs> can possibly just come from the market research that you've just done. It's I mean, I think it's a thousand percent true. I think you can, Jackie, because there are a lot of people who, you know, I've been talking to a lot of digital course creators who go through so much effort to build a course that they think is going to really, really serve a particular market. Mm. And then they go to launch and they make $5 because something wasn't quite right. Maybe there isn't the demand for the, the digital course you're creating, or maybe the way in which you're talking isn't resonating. So all these things you can find out using a quiz. I love that. Me that's too. very true that often people use a quiz to build like a demand for their course and then find out, oh, that's not exactly what I'm covering in my course or not the approach I'm taking. So I love that you kind of work backwards and set it up this way. Mm -hmm. And then same, just to speak on the ROI, your Facebook ads. Your Facebook ads are converting leads at a much less lower cost uh, than maybe. Were you running ads to something else before? I had, yes, last last year I was. Oh gosh, earlier this year. We're still in twenty twenty three. I know. <laughs> earlier this year I was. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's another proven revenue stream, not revenue stream, but ROI on the tool too is reducing the amount that you would spend in ads and or spending the same amount but collecting more leads on the back end because of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cool. I love that. I don't know that we dug into what each of our results were from the quiz yet. If you guys are down to dig into it and Lizzie, maybe you could do, give us a little like, I guess, snippet of what you would do in your community so the listeners can hear. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I know me and Jackie got the same result. Which was, I actually was not shocked that we got the same result when I got it. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, we both got, you're a creative powerhouse, loosely reined. Okay. And then, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, Jesse, which one did one you get? First and then we can... Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, creative powerhouse, loosely reined means that based on your answers to the questions, you are highly creative thinkers, right? So not just like, oh, you're so creative, but you are showing the markers that you know neuroscience research has indicated as creative thinkers. So that's, that's the creative powerhouse bit. The second piece, loosely reined, is more about how you are using your time. And it's the middle. So, so in some ways, you're sort of running wild and things are not so buttoned up. And in some other ways, you've got a system in place that's working for you. How does that sound? That's about it. Yep. For me, that's exactly <laughs> it. 
It really it's is. funny too, because you were talking earlier about entrepreneurs versus non-entrepreneurs showing up in your quiz results, but these quiz results really pertain to your personal life and your work life. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just implement this in, you know, at interact me just speaking about me it it, like it comes up in your personal life so much my ideas don't stop outside of work either so it's 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 good to be aware of that yeah yeah it's absolutely it is it is not just about work and my hope is that as people are sort of aligning the way that they operate with how their mind is operating Mm -hmm. that in all areas of their life they're like oh this is actually how i operate like I don't do this kind of thing in the morning for a reason. You know what I mean? There's like ways that apply to this, the kinds of vacations I'm going to thrive at. And these are the ones that I am, you know, going to rebel against. So Mm -hmm. it really plays all over the place. Mm -hmm. So if you guys, oh, you did. I was going to, since you guys have joined my community, the kinds of things that we would be discussing for Creative Powerhouse Loosely Ranged are, I think, a, a few main things. One is to start figuring out where your biggest time suck is, right? Where the things like, are you spending a ridiculous amount of time on emails? Are you spending a lot of time, you know, talking one-on-one with a lot of different people, either colleagues or people working for you or customers? And what are some ways where you can streamline that to free up more time for the creative stuff, which is what's bringing you joy, what matters most to you. And so that's one sort of thing. The other thing is, look at your creative process and are you going through all of the stages? Are you allowing time for all of those stages? Well, I have one client who would miss every single deadline with her customers. She was brilliant. Of course she was brilliant and super creative, but she would never leave time to work through her ideas. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. she would leave it to procrastination is a whole different thing, but she would leave it like jammed up between all this other work and she hadn't actually thought through what she wanted to do or what she was going to bring to light. And she was like, I had too much pride in her own creativity that she was like, I'm not sending this off because I know I can have better ideas than this. And then, so just by understanding, okay, how am I working through these five stages? What do I need Mm -hmm. to make more time for? How can I shift things? So there's time for this thinking. Um, my God, she's so much happier. (laughs) So those are the kinds of things for creative powerhouses. Like you don't need tips really about how to be more creative or tap into your creativity Mm -hmm. necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's how do you make sure you're making time for it and sort of clearing the decks of all the stuff that's sort of in the way of it. Love that. Spot on. Totally aligns. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. Cause I actually, I recently moved from California and we mostly, work in Pacific time in terms of like when calls happen, because, you know, you guys aren't awake yet over there. (laughs) But moving to the East Coast was such a big shift for me because I don't have to do calls in the morning anymore. And that's when I feel most creative. So naturally, I was able to just save that time for, okay, no one on the East Coast schedule calls with me during this time. Save it all for the afternoon when I feel a little bit more tired or like a little bit more drained and then, um, you know, go on with the rest of my day. But that's why the result really resonated with me because I was like, I do have some structure. It's just, 
outside of when those scheduled calls are, I'm like, okay, how long am I going to work on this? I don't know until my, until I'm on to the next thing. I mean, but Jasmine, you have just demonstrated somebody who's aligned with some of the ways they're thinking, you know, (laughs) my creative, my, my creative mind is on fire in the morning. Mm -hmm. I love to have the morning where it's not meetings and it's not calls. It's not other people's stuff. There's time for that. But for you, it's not in the morning, and this is very common. Um, so that's like you being aligned with how you work. It's wonderful. I had a similar problem, the opposite problem. I was a, an executive for a tech company for like a decade, and we mm-hmm. had a lot of people working in Eastern Europe, almost 12 hours earlier. So yeah. we were mornings like 6am, 7am, 8am. That's when we could overlap. And so the entire mornings would be meetings and collaborating on the stuff, mm-hmm. which is great. But like you, I feel most creative and energetic in the morning. And so by noon, I was like, <laughs> tapped out. <laughs> so being able to map when you do what across your day is a huge mm-hmm. part of you know what I work with my clients on actually. I can't take all the credit. I got a shout out to our business coach because he ah. helped me figure that out. Yes. <laughs> but that's why I'm saying, that's why I said earlier, Jess, that this quiz aligns so much with the conversations that we have with Mark, our business mm-hmm. coach, that this is essentially free business coaching. Yeah. Guys. So really start with this quiz because you'll start to become aware of things in your own mind that make mm-hmm. so much sense when somebody reaffirms that it's okay to be that way. Mm-hmm. The most important thing. It is okay. And in fact, it's an advantage once you figure it out. I love that. Totally. So Jesse, you got which result? I'm a creative powerhouse in balance. So this is a really good result. I really like this result. So creative powerhouse, just like Jackie and Jasmine, you have the markers of a highly creative thinker. Even though I don't feel that way. <laughs> Even the way you don't feel that I think I know it. And in balance is saying, okay, you have a lot of sort of classic type A things where you like structure, you like schedules, you like to-do lists, mm-hmm. you probably have your calendar time blocked to the max. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> but what happens for people who are in this sort of um, arena is that you are not making time for daydreaming and making connections between different things and sort of incubating your ideas and stuff. And so you're now that you're part of my community, you will get information about that. Like, just go for mm-hmm. a walk. Just get up and go for a walk for 45 yeah. minutes. That will be your first tip, right? Mm-hmm. Because all these brilliant creative thinkers are avid walkers. I was writing a post about this the other day. Um, and when I say creative thinkers, I'm not just talking about people who are creators, right? scientists it's not just the writers and the directors and the filmmakers and the content creators it's you know steve jobs is one of the most creative individuals on the planet he wasn't a typical artist right scientists all the scientists were engaged in creative thinking to be able to pull different ideas together and then test and prove them out so uh, entrepreneurs i think we mentioned this before just the sole idea that you are carving your own path in the world means you're a creative thinker and you're probably engaged in highly creative thinking all of the time and aren't aware of it. Um, so for people who are in this read, it's really 
make sure you're giving yourself the time to live with your ideas, generate your ideas, mm-hmm. and sort of feel it more. So, but for people like you, I would say, hey, if you are loving those time blocks on your calendar, lock time for it. Yeah. Like, right? And yeah. check it off on your to-do list, right? Yeah. Still be part of the thing that gives you sort of a dopamine burst, right? Yeah. If, you know, you're checking things off, check off like, oh, I went for a walk and thought about nothing. But really, you're thinking about a lot of things and you'll feel it come out later. I love that. I think I'm adding these to my New Year's resolutions. (laughs) Perfect time. Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's funny that you mentioned walking. have to give a shout out to our CEO, Josh. I've seen him record content on his walks. Like Mm. he'll send us YouTube shorts and stuff and he's out walking and recording and talking. And I'm like, it's so interesting that he's able to, you know, just go for a walk. And that's when he comes up with such great ideas. So he's very smart for one, (laughs) but also Stanford University did a research study. This is so fascinating. Now we're really really getting to it. But the study was basically, we're going to have people do a creative exercise. And it's basically like, find new ways to use the sock, right? So Mm -hmm. what are some alternate? People were 60% more creative doing this creative task, find an innovative way to use a sock. 60% more creative if they were walking versus sitting Mm -hmm. down. The exact same thing. Isn't that crazy? So just the act of moving is good for creativity. And so I think, I think your CEO knows that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I've had a, like a treadmill walking desk thing in my cart on Amazon. Maybe it's time I'm going to buy it. And it's It's funny because when I first read the study, I thought they meant, oh, you're out in nature and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. No, the treadmill counts. Wow. That's really cool. All right. I was about to say, does the shower count? Because I feel like that's when I daydream the most. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. I'm like, I am standing in the shower. (laughs) Moving. Washing your hair. Yeah. But you know, like the classic thing, like people have all these aha moments in the shower. Mm -hmm. It's scientifically proven, right? Your your mind is doing something else or something about the sort of the natural elements that are in place. You're not actually thinking about doing stuff, which allows ideas to come up from your subconscious for you to latch onto and get excited about. So cool. I love this a lot. Really Really what? What is your result, Ooh. quiz result? So my natural quiz result is Creative Powerhouse Running Wild. Ooh. Ooh. Um, because, so I'll tell you a lot about me. I, <laughs> I, like, I have learned, like, if I tell myself, for example, oh, you have to do this at this time, mm-hmm. I immediately will rebel against this. No, I don't. I'm going to do what I want. Like, it's so absurd because it's me. It's something I want to do. But the minute it becomes a have to and I feel like my personal freedom is at stake, Mm -hmm. I rebel against it. And so I've trained myself to say, you get to go do this thing. And it's such a tiny thing, the difference between, oh, you have to do this versus you get to do that. But it works, right? Just talking to myself in that slightly different way. Makes all the difference. So yeah, running wild means like 
I don't like calendars. Mm-hmm. Like if I see a calendar and it's fully booked, all of a sudden my whole like soul is just like, like you no, know cancel, 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 cancel. <laughs> Delete. And, but I have, and so I say my natural result is running wild. I have over the years figure out like ways in which to sort of use my time and figure mm-hmm. out a path that works for me. Um, so it's not like I am stuck and I'm super, I get a lot of stuff done and I get to the work that matters most and all of that, but my natural state would have been running wild. Wow. I mean, you built a quiz in a week, so I'd say you've got it reined in. <laughs> yeah. You know what you're doing. Amazing. No, this was so fun. I, I really love, I really love your quiz topic. I love what you do. It's really cool. Yeah. I feel like we had a private little coaching session right now. That was really fun. Yeah, but you know, I said it before, and, I, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on with Interact, but it has been one of the most exciting things I've done for my business this year because I am learning so much about my audience. Mm-hmm. I am sort of tapping into these things that I care deeply about and want to work with people on. So it's been really, really exciting. And it wasn't hard. So many things that are rewarding can be very hard and very long. And I just said it took me a week. Um. Yeah, Love it. I will also say I do have, I don't know, four or five people are like, wait, I want to do a quiz. <laughs> it's like, here you go, go do a quiz because you can learn so much. I have a friend who's sort of in a similar position who's trying to like figure out um, her topic is about chaos creators in your life, like how to figure out who are the chaos creators and how do you work with them, for example. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think she made an, a quiz. But she's like, oh, I need to really figure out, like, who are the chaos creators in people's lives and what are they doing to try and sort of lessen the power that this dynamic can have. I want to take this Send us the link. I always say this, this, that our customers come up with the coolest quiz topics. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for people who don't know what their quiz topic is, it's like, well, maybe they should take your quiz first so they can let the the ideas come in. But – you will come up with a really cool quiz topic. It's just all about like what you naturally already do in your business. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. super valuable. Well, Lizzie, thank you so much for hopping on with us. I know I said we were going to do this for 40 minutes and here we've been here for an hour. So. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, before I forget, can you let everyone know where they can find you online? Yes. So lizziegallagher.com slash quiz will take you right to the quiz. Um, And you can also find me on Instagram at lizziegallagher underscore NYC. Love it. And we will link those for you guys. You have direct links to them. Um, And if you are having trouble with coming up with your first quiz topic, we do have our AI quiz generator now. So head over to ai.tryinteract.com. Give us like your website URL, some details about your business, and then we'll give you a quiz within minutes. All right. Thank you guys so much. This has been super fun. Thank Thank you, Lizzie. Lizzie.